I am Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. Round two. Round two, ladies. So I'm normally in charge of pushing the red button when recording, um, but I left it up to Jamie this time. And Jamie, how did that go? You know, not good. Not... Well, you didn't really leave it up to me because we didn't communicate it. No, but I... In your mind, you thought I did it. In my mind, I thought you did it. It was like literally right next to you. (laughs) It was next to me, but... I am not used to doing it. So we just recorded for 20 minutes. And guys, it was good. It was, yeah, you're never going to know. You're never going to no know how good that was. No one's ever going to know because we didn't record it. Oh, oh that's we're the so worst. depressed, you that's guys. That's literally the worst news Best ever. Up. So um, let's just redo it. Let's recap this because we started out so hot. I said, Jamie, how are you doing? <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm tired. I'm tired. Jamie, it's raining. I was going to say, why are we tired today? It's raining, guys, which is awesome. I did not want to get up this morning. Nope. 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 No, it was really bad. No, nope. It was really bad. But you know what? What? I have great news. Kenzie's pregnant. No, I'm not. Okay. No, but I have been taking a bunch of TikToks lately where I like kind of like joke about being pregnant, but like it's just for like the content. Kenzie's what you call clickbait. No, like for sure. And I used to judge everyone that did that, but now I'm like, this might be my new personality. This trait. might be working. It might. No, like they are doing really good. So do I just so. do I just keep keep it going? Like, what if I don't even have a third baby? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know. But my problem is with that is for our girls that are can't get pregnant. Jamie. I know. No, that's a really good. That's why. That's why I have a hard time with it. Cause I'm like, oh, wow, that's hard. No, like, you... you're joking about it, and I wish I could. Like, you... no, not me, that's... but you know what I mean. No, that's a really good point. So now I'm never gonna do it again. So now I don't ever do it again. I just. Why have I never thought about that? That's really sad for me, and I really do apologize because that. No. I won't do it anymore. I won't do it anymore. I just really, I just really knocked Kenzie down. Yeah, Jamie just knocked me down like 30 pegs. She did not say that in the first version. So now I feel even worse. I didn't, but I just thought of it. I did just think of it. Because I was like, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't, you always have to be careful. No, you do. A joke to one person is someone else's struggle. And it's not even a joke. You're not joking that you're pregnant. You're not, you're not joking any of that. Like you're just saying, it's funny to be like, oh, maybe I'm going to have a baby. Maybe I'm going to have a baby. And people are like, oh, she's having a baby. Like one thing I thought of is like, is it going to get so overdone that like when I actually am pregnant, that people like, are like, I don't care. Or like, I don't believe you. Yeah, that's true. It's like the little boy that cried wolf. No, like literally like how many times can I talk about being pregnant? Like you're done. And we're not even like near where we want another baby yet. Yes. So like I should probably lay off because we've got some time. So in other words, Kenzie's going to not do that. Yeah, so stop following me. <laughs> um, I'm going to stop following you for, oh wait, no, no, no. What's your big news? No, my big news. I'm going to get a king size bed. <gasps> Kenzie's growing up. I already got the sheets. So next sheets. step is getting a mattress. You guys, we might have a code coming up for... Some really nice bedding. Oh, I was going to say it. She's going to say it. Cozy earth bedding. Yeah. So if you're looking for new bedding, I actually just got mine. We are trying it out first, but I'm really excited. I need to get a king bed so I can try mine out. You do need to. You can come lay with me. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> I'll let no, you. No. Okay. So every time I share my room, I get p- hate because it looks like I am sleeping in a toddler bed. Kenzie's bed is very low to the ground. It is. Like you have to like deep squat to sit on your bed. Yeah. It's like a workout. It's too. a workout. That's, two and one. That's why she did it. Um, No, I did it because the bed frame was free. Yep. So yep. there you go. We're broke. <laughs> um, 
There you go. <laughs> no, I just I just feel like I've been taking a lot of hate about my bed recently and I'm over it. I'm done. It's time. I am being influenced to buy a new bed. And she's going to. She's going to get... Yeah, if you have a good favorite mattress... Let me know. Send it to Ken's because... Because I need one. She's the order online to the gal. I am, but you kind of convinced me in the last version that I need to go jump on all of the mattresses. I know. I told her. I said, Jess and I went to a mattress store and we totally tried out multiple beds. We like laid on them. We had five and then that was too many narrowed it to three. Out of the top three, I was like, eliminate one immediately. And we picked our one and it's nice. I need to go lay on your bed when I get home. You when do. I get to your it's house. a really nice, it's a nice, comfortable I bed. I just, my bed's really comfy. I was, your bed is very comfy. I was mad when it got delivered because it's brand new. And so it doesn't feel like the one in the store where people have like laid on it. Oh, like put their butts all over it. Yeah, exactly. You want like a bunch of butts on your bed. I want bed. a bunch of butts. You know me. You know me. <laughs> OCD, that really works well for me. No, you know, I already went home and showered immediately after that store. Okay. Literally anyway. changed, burned all of her clothes. <laughs> um, it was hard. And I was like, what the frick is this? But you they say you got to break it in. Oh, you broke that bad boy. It is soft now. <laughs> because I, I'm not even kidding when I say this. I had Navy and Rossi and me and Justin all jump on it to just like. To just get uh, it softer. Get, get the springs moving a bit. I need to try your bed out. You do. It's a, it's a nice one. And king beds, they're expensive. So I don't shame you for not having one. We yeah. just now got one. So here's another reason, which this is actually funny because we have two king beds in Prescott and one, what we thought was a queen bed. And so we've been sleeping on the queen bed and Pierce has a room with a pack and play with a king bed in it. <laughs> I need to come sleep with Like there. why? And then Payson sleeps on a king bed, but it's because the queen size bed room has the TV, it has the built-in bathroom and it has DJ's closet. And so he doesn't want to wake sense. the kids up when he has to get ready for yes. work. But I just made the revelation this week that it is a full-size bed. It is not a queen. Not a queen. Because I have been feeling so smushed on that bed every time we go. And you're like, we're either both like you're freaking jacked or like. No, like we're not used to sleeping together. Yes. Okay. No, I went. My feet were hanging. I'm five foot. Like I'm not that tall. Not that tall. I was like. She's five three. Don't take that seriously. Sorry. I'm five three. My feet were dangling off the edge. Like Like, if I like move down to the edge of my pillow, like my feet were dangling. Your feet were dangling. And then I went home and I tried out the same method. You know how you like measure like with your arms? Like if you're like measuring your dresser, like that's kind of what I did. Um, it's way smaller. So I'm pretty sure we were sleeping on a full. You were sleeping on a full bed. And like, are we in college? With your tall husband. Are He's six foot feet foot. You know, you know what that just reminded me of? Please is tell me. One time in college, my all my roommates left for the weekend. Oh, so, so you got slurdy. I got slurdy. I had Justin come over. Okay. And we slept in a twin bed for like three nights. You're both pretty small people. Yeah. It was not fun though. No, I would be like really You know excited. what that also reminds me of actually? Okay, Jamie's in a talkative <laughs> mood today. I'm here for it. Is that one time me and Justin were married and we came home for the weekend. Do you know where this is going? I, oh, yes. I do know. And Kenzie this. was being a brat and she would not let me and Justin have the queen bed in the house. And so Justin and I being married slept on a twin bed. Yeah. And I was pregnant. You're pregnant? Yep. Huh. And Kenzie, what, did, Kenzie kept the queen bed. Hmm. Why'd I do that? I don't know. You were not feeling happy that day. Or maybe I, I was going through it, Jamie. <laughs> she was going okay. through a hard you time. You were married and pregnant. And I was single, <laughs> living with mom and dad. I deserved the queen mattress, okay? <laughs> I had nothing. She was like, screw all. You're That's all I on had. Twin. Um, is that when you told me you were pregnant over Christmas? Yes. Did I give you the bed after you told me you were pregnant? 
I feel like that's something I would have done. No. Oh. But. I'm a bitch. I actually can't remember. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, that's my big news, Jamie. That's Kenzie's big news. She's so, getting a king bed. I'm Everybody follow bed. up with her. I. She needs their reminders. I do. Okay. I do. We did. We skipped over this part. I can only focus on one room at a time. So we're, we started with the entry room, got it done. Then entry room, gorgeous. Go, stunning. Stunning. So now we're moving to the living room. It's almost done. All my furniture is going to get here like within the next week and it's going to be donezo and I can move on. In next week? The March 1st. <gasps> it was back ordered. It's taking oh, forever that's gonna to get here. Oh, that's going to change your whole living room. It's going to, but then I can actually put my mind in my room. Yes, you can. Because you can. it needs my mind focused it on does. it. And... I, my mind can't do all of it. In the meantime, in the meantime, she can just, she can. I think I can maybe focus on finding a mattress. I agree. Because you can take some time. If you and DJ are bored one night, go to a mattress store. Yeah. You know? You know? Or easy. post on our Facebook page. Do you guys know a good King mattress brand? Only King, please. Only King. It has to be King. I'm just so feminist that I only do Queens. Yeah, that's truly what it comes down to. Like, why are kings better than queens? It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way. It should not be that way. That is actually, like, really sexist. Yeah, you know what? It is. I'm going to go talk to the queen You're myself. You're sexist. You have a king bed. I'm going to go talk to the queen myself. Please. <laughs> the king myself, The actually. king, actually, yeah. Wait, is that a king? <laughs> oh, he's getting um, inaugurated. Oh, yeah, but doesn't he not want it? It's inauguration day. It's inauguration day. <laughs> no, he does. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not. You're that not within the royal family. I'm not okay. within the royal fam. You're thinking of Harry and Meghan. Yes, and they they're don't. no, no. They're like next in line. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We got people ahead of them. Who? Uh, King Charles. Oh, King Charles. Prince Charles. Prince Char- it will be Prince King- Charles. Charles and Kate. Kate. Okay. You like Kate? Do I? She's gorgeous. I'm sure she is. She's a woman of the people. She's a people. Of the um. Woman. Yeah. He is getting inaugurated like soon. Okay. Like pretty soon. I'm excited for him. Me too. All I think of is Frozen. But his wife will be number one. Always. Yes. No, 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 no. Like she has all the power. Don't forget it. Don't forget <laughs> Do not forget that, ladies. But then after them, it doesn't even go to Harry and Meghan because it goes to the kids. Really? Yes. No, no, no. It goes to the kids. That's why it was like Charles now has it because King Elizabeth was married. Wow. But it goes to Charles because it goes to the kids. Okay. I'm learning so much. So Prince Charles, kids. So at, so it's Prince Charles will be King Charles. Yes. But then it'll go down to his children. He has a son first. He has two sons and a daughter. Okay. And so it's going to go, well, but it will never get down to them because it's going to go to their first son's son. So pretty much. So you who, have to be the first child. So who is Prince Harry then? Prince Harry is pretty far down the line at this point, honestly. Yeah. But I thought that they said they don't really want to be of the royal family. They're not. They left. They're like live in the United States. They now. live in Canada. Don't Do they? they? Yeah, they live in Canada. Oh, I thought they lived in California. Oh, hmm. pretty sure it's Canada, but don't, I don't, don't know listen anything. to Quote Offended for News because <laughs> we got nothing. Especially British news. No, but actually Prince Harry just came out with a book and everyone says it's really bad. So like, don't read it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep that noted. <laughs> I am just confused because people say that they're hot, but I think that they're not. You don't think Meghan Markle's pretty? Mm. Megan, the girls are pretty. No, the like men, the, the women are like stunning. The women. Like, I mean, honestly, girls, my, I'd probably marry one of them too. I was going to say, Jamie, it's a prince and a king. Like, I think you'd marry them. I think I would. Yeah. At that point, looks don't matter. Honestly, Harry's pretty low on my bar. Yeah. Like, He's like a two out of ten. No, like I probably, like I would have stuck with the royal family. Yes. Same. But she really loves him. Oh, because she does. Because she left the royal family just to be with him. And I think some of it was because she was getting hate. 
Just kidding. No. I made that up. <laughs> no. Well, some people didn't like her, but I feel like some people really no, did like her. Were people giving her hate for marrying him? Oh. Because he's not cute. I mean, pe- maybe people were saying she was like, I don't know. Trying I'm totally to trying to make stuff up. I think it'd be really fun to be a royal. Oh, same. Just personally, I think I'm definitely queen material. <laughs> I am definitely queen material. So, Holy Charles, God. if you need a new queen, if you know you need where to a find new queen. I will join the royal family. I will. Like, same. I will leave everything I know behind. Yeah. And I will join the royal family. <laughs> everything I know. You leave codependent behind. Codependent How gone. Dare you. Never existed. Burned. Burned. <laughs> Burned. Burn it. Burn it. Did I say stand there and look stupid? No, I said burn, burn it. It. Um what are we talking about? That was about? our little uh tidbit on the British. No, we have more. I know, but that was random. Oh, that was our British. That wasn't in the first monologue. It so. wasn't. <laughs> Is that thing recording? Can we make sure? Let me just make sure. Hello. Oh yeah, we're, t- we're chilling. We're chilling. Jamie, tell us about this weekend. You had some other oh, yeah, interesting yeah. news. I did. I forgot about that. I uh, remembered. My interesting news is that Justin was sick and he was in the hospital, but he's okay. We're he's good. okay. We're good. No, I didn't post it because I'm just not trying to seek the attention. No, like you like just really like to I was just, just like very concerned. not be in the limelight. I'm not in the limelight. <laughs> no, it wasn't that big of a deal. That's why I didn't post it and I didn't want to make a big deal of it, but... Um, he just had really bad stomach issues and you know what I mean? Down there issues. Down there. <laughs> we all go through that. We all go through that. So he had some really bad stomach issues for like four days and he was so sick and he would not get out of bed, which is not like Justin really at not. all. And so I convinced him to go to the hospital. They gave him an IV. They did a CT scan on his stomach and they found that he had three viruses. So he was actually indeed sick. The IV brought him back to life. I knew it was. It truly did. It helped a lot. And they gave him some anti-nausea. He's been able to hold down food and his bowel movements are normal. And where is he now? He is taking the bar exam. Right as we speak. Right as we speak. So he actually texted me and told me that the beginning part wasn't as bad as he thought it was going to be. Hey. So I that's hope positive. that's a good thing. I'm Hoping it's a good thing. And you won't get the results for about six years. So we'll then the, we'll see if he's yep. going to be a lawyer. We'll get the results soon after he graduates. So like June. Yep. That's so annoying. Yep. No, that's like so annoying. So, well, yeah. Well, everybody send their positive wishes to Justin at this please, moment. Please, I'm thinking of him. I know. Thinking of I him. sent the first text today. You did. I remember. I was very proud of you. Thank you. I, I remember. That was really nice of you. It was like, I knew he was probably already in his test. Yes. But like, you but know, hey. good juju. Yeah. Lucky, lucky guy syndrome. So your husband has an actual sickness. Mine has a man cold. DJ has a man cold. Oh, yeah. DJ's in his frat era. Yeah. That's what we talked about. Yeah. DJ, frat I'm going to get reheated. I called Jamie on Saturday. How did I start my conversation? <laughs> you said, wait, Crab, you already told me what you said. <laughs> you said, I don't want to be a bitch, but. I said, will you tell me if I'm Oh, yeah. That's what you said. <laughs> Frick, I got it wrong again. Um, I was just very annoyed at DJ's frat house, you know. Yeah, DJ's living it up. He really is. And now he's sick, so he's paying the consequences. That's what he gets. He has a man cold, and mommy's not nursing him back to health. So He's not on the boob right now. Ew. <laughs> he wishes. Nursing, he does wish. Um, No, he just got on my nerves this weekend, you know? Just little husband-wife drama. Little drama. I just was like, I just... I didn't even want to go to press. She's the one in the front house, and it just felt it didn't, like it didn't help that he did have his friend with him. It honestly that it, is frat central. No, like that's what happened. I should have just let them have their boy time, bro out, and say the house better be spotless when I get back there next yeah, week. 
that's what see, I, see you bye that's why I should have been but, but, but I you knew to, I know I knew this was gonna be a long week and I was gonna go all week without seeing him so I, was yep. like, I need to go spend the weekend there like I need to see him and the kids and the kids and after I communicated how I was feeling yes things got better we had a date night oh yeah where'd you go to dinner again um dry gulch oh yeah yeah, yeah. You it did was very prescott it was very re- not retro very western western um but it was fun it Good. was fun the food was like mediocre yeah like like it's in a really bad part of town no it, it wasn't very good <laughs> like we were both like our stomachs were hurting afterwards like Shoot. i mean we did have potatoes that is like a really random place to go i will say it had really good reviews oh okay and, no the ambiance jamie you would have loved justin would have that would have been his happy place really? it was very western it was like barnish kind of looking Shoot. like there was live music we were definitely the youngest ones in the restaurant. Like okay. everyone's in their cowboy hats. Like it was okay. It okay. was an experience. It was like it was like the food was like Texas Roadhouse, but like not as good. Not as good. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Um, but it was good. I mean, it was okay. okay. I got a steak and baked potatoes, which is what I wanted. So it was yes, fine. So you got what you wanted. Um, but we communicated our issues, and you know, then you were good. Then we were good, and that's just kind of all we needed. But it was a good weekend. I'm actually super happy to be back. Let's talk about our live show for just a second. Yes, guys, uh, our live show. We're so freaking excited. Um, we're going to give a discount on this podcast. The yes. tickets are normally 25, but we're going to lower them to 20. Just use code CODEPENDENT. Yep. Um, and you'll save $5 on your ticket. We only, right at this moment, have about 10 tickets left. Yep. So if you want them, go grab, and grab it. them. It's yes. going to be a freaking hoot. It's going to be really fun. We're still nailing down exactly what we're talking about, but I think that we're no, like we, on a path. We made progress. We're on a path. We made progress today. Yep. So I'm really excited. So if you're coming, come hang out, have some girl time. Um, Shelly will be there. Shelly will be there. So I don't know if you needed another incentive, but Shelly will be there. We're trying and to she convince- will be taking photos. Yes. We're trying to convince Kat to be there. We'll keep we'll you updated. See. She was supposed to potty train that week, but... We're trying to convince her not to. No, like, that's stupid. Who cares? What comes first? Yeah, what comes... Your sisters, obviously. Is that, is that it? Yeah. Is that well, it? we did have one more debacle, oh. which is flowers. Oh. Oh, well, I don't even want to go back I into know. this. We don't even need to go that deep, but... We need to go a little deep. We need to, yeah. We need to like dig a <laughs> hole, not a six foot hole. <laughs> we need like a little tiny like. <laughs> like we don't need a moat. We just need like a little hole. Um, we were getting a little bit of controversy, 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 controversy on our episode with the boys where we talked about the flowers. Um, some words were said. Some words were said on our Facebook page, which no hate. We're they were a little hurtful, but I mean, we move on. We move on. We, we all have opinions. And that's allowed. Justin's dad has a famous saying. I'm going to, another saying. We really, love we're sayings. We're going to quote Gary right now. We love sayings on this podcast. Right, go ahead, Gary. And he says, opinions are like noses. Everybody has one, but you only want to pick your own. Okay. Okay. Good saying, right? No, good. I didn't like, butcher it. It was very good. Um, please put that on like his tombstone i will and that will be on there or like in his eulogy if he ever passes um <laughs> please <laughs> no okay so here's the flower drama we had the boys on yes and we were ranking best places to buy flowers for valentine's day justin had asked me if dj met my expectations also what my expectations were we went into like a little bit of detail about, you know, the best places to get flowers versus the worst place to buy flowers, Walmart being the worst. Um, and these were levels, just, just little levels. They're fine. Um, and we got a little bit of pushback by saying it was very materialistic of us. It was not relatable that 
like you'd be happy if your husband even brought home flowers at all I am so appreciative and so yeah we just wanted to address it because it was got a little deeper than flowers which is where my like that's where my like yes my little bit of like yeah. offensive yes came if in. you don't agree on the flower levels fine it's all for fun we're literally making it's for fun we do, we really don't care that much it's flowers it's not that deep but if i lost my train of thought okay let me let me catch yeah, up catch okay. up catch up go where i was so going Caitlin and kendall they hate flowers yes okay they there literally we hate flowers they don't understand the reason to get flowers they are they die they don't get it yep Whereas for me, it's more about the gesture than it is about the flowers. Completely. Yes, they die. Okay. But like for me, it's just the fact that you're thinking about me. Yep. And I guess maybe, maybe let's take a little bit of initiative and just, just say maybe we could have said that a little bit more in our episode that we are appreciative for whatever we get. But just because I expect flowers or I love flowers or I think one flower is prettier than the other doesn't mean that that's wrong. No. Like... I don't know. I just we all have our own opinions. We all have our own opinions. Like, and that's okay. One of the comments was about how I've become less relatable over the years, um, and I just think that's a little bit hurtful because I think that you guys have followed me for. I mean, some of you at least. Let's just say some. I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of you have followed me since I was like it, like twenty one, twenty two, yep. and a lot has changed since then. You know, I. And like, yeah, back then I would have never told DJ to get me flowers. We had $10 to our name. Obviously don't use our $10 to buy flowers. No, like that's, that's the least thing you care about. But exactly. you, you've grown and you've worked really hard for what you have. And I think that that also can't be disregarded. No, completely. And it's okay if you expect a little bit nicer of a flower, but that doesn't mean that if your husband gets you flowers from Walmart, it means any less. If you don't care that much about flowers, even if you do care enough about it and that's what his sentiment was, that's awesome for you. Completely. And that's that's not saying anything bad about you or your relationship or your like life situation. It's just we're just we're just trying to like have fun on the podcast and the podcast has always been a place where we can just relate to guys and we can laugh and we can cry and like it's it's not that serious I will say like I think that I mean this comes with like any form of social media and the podcast included but as you get more listeners and as you get more people following you and around you and you get you do get more opinions and more hate on things that you say because when we were doing the podcast we're like only the people that love us are going to listen to us for an hour to talk back and forth to each other but now that we're at this second point of life and we're in this new chapter of codependent our our views are going up and our listening listeners are up every week like we are getting more people that actually don't really even know us because the reason we got listeners from the podcast was us because people knew us and loved us and wanted to listen but now we're getting random listeners that completely they don't know us and they don't know that we're joking about flowers and that we are so grateful for everything that we have and and like we are grateful for any sort of flowers or has yep. get us dj didn't even get me flowers this year yeah like and I, it was fine. Yeah. Like it wasn't a big deal because we were so busy. I was going to Prescott anyway. The flowers were going to die. Like, and did I even say a word about it? No. No. Because it didn't matter. It like, didn't matter. It literally didn't matter. And I just think, I think sometimes it comes across as like snooty. Yeah. And I like think Like you were going to say our other episodes. Yeah. Our other episodes. Like we've done, we've done the ick. We've done chuggy. We've done like Slayer Stray. We've done all these like kind of fun episodes. And I feel like most of the people know, like, know that we're just, yes. we're just doing this yep. for fun. Like, we're not, we're not saying you have to have this. We've always put disclaimers, like, this is just for fun. And it's the same with this. Anything we talk about, any product, any this or that, like, all these material things are just things at the end of the day. And we're just trying to, like, have fun and talk about things that other people know and can, re- like, 
can talk about. And I don't know, it's just, it's not, I feel like I just don't want us to get taken out of context of like, we're bratty material. Like that's not what it's about. No, absolutely not. Like, and yeah, we, do we like things or do we like certain brands or do we like certain products? Yes, we do. That's our personality. But guess what? It's our preference. Some of our yeah. closest friends and our very own sisters do not give a flying crap. Does that make us think any less of them? No, Absolutely not. Not at like, all. Like we're different people and that's okay. Absolutely. And I think that we just all need to remember that we're different and we care about different things and it's okay. And it's also okay to grow up. It's also okay to grow up. And it's also like, it's also okay to have like an opinion or if we did like offend you or you think that we were targeting you, like I do apologize. Cause that's not, that's not ever my intention Never. or your intention or our intention on the podcast. So I just, I felt sad that people thought that and kind of offended, but. Definitely a little bit offended, but we're just going to move on. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. So. Because we have to give some of our really awesome unsolicited advice. Yeah. But that, I kind of feel like it's solicited because people have asked us. It's solicited. Okay. You're right. It is solicited, but. Are we. Um, experts? Qualified? Probably not. Most likely No. Um, but we're going to do it anyway. So we're, we're doing it. Let's jump in for a quick ad break. One of the most annoying things about adulthood is health insurance. Trying to find a good doctor that takes your health insurance is literally the worst. It's awful. That part of being an adult sucks, but ZocDoc makes it really easy. You guys know we love ZocDoc. We've talked about it before and ZocDoc helps you find quality doctors in your network and in your neighborhood. And I actually booked my dermatologist that I've been going to. Um, I booked him through ZocDoc. I don't know if you knew that, Kenzie, but I did book him through ZocDoc and it was super easy. Um, and the best part was I could read all of the reviews that were from real patients. So I knew that he was like legit because, you know, on like Yelp or Google, you can pay okay. for them to remove yeah. reviews. You can't do that on ZocDoc. So yeah. they're real reviews. I did not know you found him through ZocDoc. Yes. And your birthmark looks so good. I know. It's like completely gone. Not I that I, I noticed it before, but. I have one more removal. No, it looks. But it looks good. No, it looks really good. Um, We actually just switched our insurance. And so we've been looking for new primary doctors through ZocDoc because it has been so stressful. It's a headache. You have to like go to every doctor and look up if they take your insurance yep. and call them and it's just the worst. But you just put your insurance in and your address and it pulls up doctors near me. So Jamie, just to kind of wrap it up, ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them. ZocDoc's mobile app is super easy to use too. You search, find and book doctors with just a few taps. Go to ZocDoc.com. Find the doctor that's right for you and book an appointment in person or remotely that works good for your schedule. Go to ZocDoc.com slash codependent and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash codependent. ZocDoc.com slash codependent. Jumping right back into it. So most of you, I guess we should have talked about this before, Jamie, but this is our bonus episode. Yes. We will be doing like, this once a month and we'll be doing the same thing every month. Yep. We wanted to give a little bonus because we've tried in the past to do multiple episodes to do like little things and it's been too hard yes. to keep up on. But we thought once a month we can add a little bonus. Usually it, our bonus will actually be ad free, which will be fun for you guys. Don't have to listen to ads. Don't have to worry about it. But um yeah, usually our bonus episodes will be ad-free, but this one, our schedule kind of got off. So thanks for the support. We love you guys yes. for that very much. Um, but yeah, we're going to do a little advice vent session panel and give you guys our best, absolute advice. best advice. And so if you want to submit 
just like a vent. If you don't want our advice and you just want to vent, like that's cool too. Um, or if you just want us to react to your feelings, whatever, we're going to be doing this every month. So look forward to that. It's going to be fun. I actually been wanting to do this episode for a really long time. Yes. Just to do our advice and to tell you guys our thoughts. Um, so yeah, let's just jump into it, Jamie. Do you want me to start? Sure. Or do you want to start? Do you have a good one or do you want me to go? I have a, I have a funny one. Okay, go right ahead. You start Your best off. wedding night advice. Ooh. Okay, so first of all, one of my best pieces of advice, which I wish I could have given to myself. Well, I have a couple. Can I? Can yeah, I? sure, sure, sure. Number one, eat. I had yes. to stop in the middle of our wedding night, like at the hotel, because I was going <laughs> to pass out and we had to go get in and out because I didn't eat anything. Yeah, same. So, I sent Justin to Chili's. Yes. So number one, eat before you go back to the hotel room. I know there's a lot of anticipation, especially if you are like saving it for marriage. Like yes. there's a lot of anticipation there and I get it, but eat first because then you have more energy to do more for things. Okay. My second piece of wedding advice. Um, and this is just, if I could look back on my life. Yes. Okay. Yes. One of DJ's friends that gave us like a box with like stuff, stuff. for that night. Yes. And I was like embarrassed that like, I wanted to get all of that for our wedding night. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yes. And I just, I was so insanely grateful that they did because it was so fun. You know yes. what I mean? But I was embarrassed about it. Yep. And then they gave it to us and I was like, oh, we should just like look at it. So if you have a friend, this is like more of a marriage advice for friends. Yes. If you have a friend that is like nervous about it, doesn't want to go buy stuff, like be the friend to give it to them. You yes. know what I mean? Like get them, get them the the goodies that they the, need. Yeah, and I think that no, because it is. It's fun. like it's it's crazy how shameful sex is in our culture. Yes, but yeah, get like get them the things like totally help them out. So that's my wedding night advice. Yes. Do they mean like wedding night like sexually, or do they mean like I don't know? I think they just said wedding night advice, but yeah, I mean, Ooh. I would just say yeah, just same. I mean, I think similar. Eat. Make sure that you like. I don't know. Be confident. Like, even though it's hard, be confident because that's like a night you literally will never forget. Love so, it. Love that. Here's my other piece of advice. My friend did this and I like love this idea. Um, at your like bachelorette or like if you're just doing like a bridal shower, like a sleepover with your friends before your big night, they did like with their closest friends, like a little like cute Polaroid boudoir shoot. Like the friends love all brought that. lingerie and then they did Polaroid photos, but then all of the bridesmaids took the photos and we're giving it to the crew, the groom during the reception. I love that And I idea. thought that was so cute. That's cute. That's Isn't that cute. Fun? It's like, like a little like sneak peek. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was so fun. I so love that idea. I know that's like so random and like you might not do that, but I just like wish I did that. Yeah. No, and then you can I like I keep those photos forever, yes. which is so cute. Literally forever. I love that idea. Okay. My turn. Yes. Bestie's husband is an a-hole. He always wants to go on double dates, but honestly, he's the worst. What should I do? She asked if she should keep ignoring him or if she should talk to her friend about it. Um, It does say bestie's husband. So keep that into consideration. It's not just a boyfriend. Like you can't be like, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my advice would be to like talk to your friend. I think that you need to be very tasteful with it because I think that that can go really wrong. And like if she's your best friend, you have to support her and her husband, like no matter what. But I think that you can, you can also suck it up and you can go out occasionally. Well, and here's my thing. You don't have like, to be best friends. I would say me and you are best friends. Yes. Like, and I actually like Justin. Yes. But like, we don't do a ton with our husbands. No. And we don't make them either. Yeah. Like, we're like, not. We don't like, 
we don't go like if we were going to go on a double date, we'd go on a double date. We go on yes. double dates all the time. Yes. But like we could also do nothing with our husbands. Exactly. And do, do stuff just the two of us. Completely. And I would never be like offended that you like didn't want to do something with DJ. Yes. Because it's not because you don't like him. It's just because it's yeah. easier for us to leave the kids with him Completely. and then us hang out. Yep. Like, so I think there are a little bit of loopholes around it. Like, yeah. But just to say no to never going on a double date. Like, yeah. Like you said, suck it up. Sometimes you have to suck it up. But also you could talk to them like, hey, like. I really want to go out, but like last time we went out, your husband like said this and it kind of offended me. And like, I don't want to make it a big deal, but like, I just want you to know because like, I really like him, but like, I am kind of like offended or whatever. Like totally. make it tasteful to be like, Hey, I, I don't know about this. Like, and maybe her husband honestly has no idea. Like, maybe he does. Yeah. Maybe he truly totally. is. Maybe she has no idea, but either. maybe she has no idea. And maybe she could be a little bit more aware if you totally. helped her out. I completely agree with that. So that would be my advice to that. Love it. Okay. Struggling to set boundaries, especially in a church calling, feeling like I'm being taken advantage of. Wow. If you guys don't know, like if you're not Mormon, um, we get like these things called callings in our church where we are like asked to um, help out in a certain area. It could be with the kids. It could be with the youth, uh, women. It could be uh, like... Kenzie did the music. It yeah. could literally greeting, like it literally could be, could be service. Um, like there's literally a, a hundreds of different things it could totally. be. Um, and so anyway, you're asked to do something, and sometimes I, you don't want to do it. Sometimes you don't want to do it, and I feel like it used to be really okay. Wait, you you go, you tell. No, I definitely you you don't really say no to calling. Yeah, it used to be like you cannot say no. Like it's from God Himself. Yeah, like, like you can't. Say you no cannot to say no. I think yeah, as time has gone on, it's been a little bit more like if you can't handle it, if you don't want to do it, then like you don't have to do it. I think yep. it also depends on where you live because like Gilbert, Mesa, Utah, like there's plenty of people to fill callings. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Yeah, but like in places that there aren't many members or many like really active members, like a lot of the times those people have like more than one calling and there's a lot yeah. of responsibility on them. In my old ward, that's kind of how it was in Mesa, even in Mesa. Our yeah. ward was tiny until it got split. Um, so everyone had like two callings, which yep. is a lot of work. I personally have gotten a calling. It was when I was called to be the children's music coordinator and I hated it. Like I yep. literally, I told the bishop, no, I was not going to do it. I like cried for days that I got this calling because I felt like I had to take it and I just really didn't want to. It was every single Sunday. There is very few callings that are every single Sunday. Every Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Like very few that you have to actually prep for every single Sunday. DJ's in his doctorate. I have two kids at home. I'm working. I'm busy. We travel. Like I just felt like it wasn't a good calling for me. And so I actually said no to it. And then I got a call from the children's leader and she was like I've been praying for somebody like you like we'll make it great I know she's like we'll make it work like if you're gone like we'll all cover you like I just feel like this is a really good fit so I was like I'll try it out for a few weeks and see if I like it ended up trying it out and it was so fun yes I am really glad I just like clenched my teeth and got through and did it, it yeah like I don't know if I could have done it any longer than I yep. did it yep um because our ward ended up getting split and I got released but I'm really glad I did it I learned a lot from it and I think there are some instances where you're put in positions to grow. I totally agree. But I also think if there is sometimes yes. that you can set boundaries for yourself. Like, I mean, this week we, like I, right now my calling is I'm with the youth girls from ages 14, 13 to 15, I think is my age group. Um, and so I, like we do activities every single week. 
Um, plus every other Sunday is when they have like young women's class. And so I'm in there, I'm helping them. I'm being on it to make sure that we're listening to lessons, like whatever it is. And so uh, like they are doing an activity this week and they're texting and like somebody came up to Justin and said, they're trying to contact me. And like, I finally, I replied and I said, you guys, I'm sorry, Justin's taking the bar right now. I don't have like this week. I'm like, count me out for everything, everything count me out. I'm not going to reply. I just don't have the time right now. And that's not saying no to the calling. That's just saying, Hey, right now I need to set a boundary totally. because this is overwhelming. I have a lot going on. Kenzie and I are about to leave for you time. Like Justin's taking the bar. Justin's sick. We're like, have so much going on in our life right now that I just can't, couldn't take it for that week. And I feel like they've come out recently and said, your calling shouldn't take away time from your no, family. Family's number one always. Yeah. And, and I, I yeah, and that's that's what we want. Like, so I think there's a there's a diff, there's a borderline between kind of clenching your teeth and getting through it as a learning and letting it help you grow and letting it help you. I I grew exponentially in yep. my last calling. It was amazing, but also it was really really hard. I really honestly dreaded a lot of Sundays to go to church because I didn't want to do it. Um, but I think having an open communication, I had our church leader come check on me all the time, seeing if I needed help, seeing what they could do for me. I communicated really well that I was overwhelmed, that I couldn't do it this week, that I just just didn't want to do it that week. And I think a lot of people understand that same feeling and will be supportive and helpful. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Going from one to two kids, what's the reality? Things we should know. I'm seriously struggling thinking about it. Yeah, I've I've gotten some similar to that too. Um, like, how do you know you want to? How do you tell your husband you want to? But also like, how one that kind of goes with this because I think we'll tie it in is like how somebody said. I'm trying to say it without like verbatim because yeah. Um, but they said, how can I complain and vent to my husband about being a mom, but also still convince him that I want another kid. Oh. Which I love that. I love that. Kind of goes hand in hand, like a little different, but similar. No, I definitely love I that. I think to answer like how they asked how to know you want one to two kids. Yeah. Like, they said, what's the reality? Things we should know. I'm really struggling. I mean, I think that everybody has a different experience in motherhood, which yeah. kind of makes it hard to give a definitive answer. And I think everybody has different babies as well. Like even me and Kenzie who had really good first kids like everything went pretty easy they potty trained easy they yeah. picked up things easily like even us had different babies yeah like Pierce had a bunch of stomach issues like Rossi is now kind of a crazy toddler like <laughs> you have different kids and so it's hard yeah. to say like one thing but I think that if you feel deep down in your gut that it's the right time and like and you just know then I think that's your answer yeah and you'll figure it out you'll grow you'll figure it out your kids will adjust. They'll be flexible. Like there was a lot of times when I was pregnant with Pierce that I was like, "There's no way. There's yeah, literally no. There's like, no. What am I, I would doing? look at my friends that had two kids, and I'm like, "How do you get them in the car? Yes. How do you get them ready? Like I didn't understand how that was even possible. And you just adapt. But I also like felt those same feelings when I had one. Yeah, like, I no, remember completely. being pregnant with Payson and being like, "Jamie, I don't know how you're doing this. Like, yeah. how are you taking care of a human? Like, yep. I think that." We're capable of so much more than we let ourselves. Than we believe. let ourselves, and I also think this is one of the problems with social media. I think in both ways. Let's go look on both ends of the spectrum. You have, for me, when I was pregnant with Pierce, I felt like everyone was complaining about having two kids and juggling two kids and doing it all with two kids. And I, I remember feeling like, holy crap, like they can't do it. I can't do it either. Oh. So you have that end of the spectrum, but then you have the other end of the spectrum who's killing it with two kids, and you're not killing it with two kids, and 
you're looking at them and thinking that's unattainable. So I think that that doesn't help. Like moms comparing themselves to other moms. Like we just talked about this today. Like every single day I am just trying to get through my day. Yeah. You know, like I'm just trying to survive and get through it. And sometimes it's putting my head down, but I do not regret my age gap at all. Like, no. it's the best thing ever. Yeah. And, and I think you just need to take pressure off yourself. Yes. As a woman, as a mom. Totally. Like, some days are going to be hard, but most days are going to be good. And like, that's just how it is. And I, I think going to the, to the advice about the husband, like, I think that just communication is key. Like telling him like, hey, I want to vent to you, but it doesn't make me love being a mom any less. It doesn't make me love my kids any less, but like, I did have a hard day today. My kids were really hard. I, they made a lot of messes, blah, 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 blah. But also, I love them. But also, I love them and I wouldn't want anything else and I'm excited for another one, but I'm I'm nervous and I'm overwhelmed and like, it doesn't make you any less capable because you have those feelings because every Everyone. single one of us has had yes, that feeling. completely. So I think that just have that communication with him. Like, you're my safe place and you're where I can vent, but I don't want you to ever think it's like, I don't want another kid. Like, Well, it's like him coming home from work and like complaining about work, but then you being like, well, are you going to quit your job now? And it's like, no, I don't want to quit my job. I just had a hard day. I just had a hard day and like, it's okay. As humans, we're allowed to have hard days. Exactly. Especially with freaking Especially toddlers. as being a mom. It's the hardest job in the world. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. I like that question. I, I like that one. Okay. This one is kind of, kind of fun, kind of random. Dates for broke newlyweds. Oh, I love that. I love that one. I think that, again, with social media, sometimes it's hard yes. to see like, oh, like all these fun extravagant dates and like all these things that you could be doing. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is like just spending quality time together. And like one of my favorite things when we were in Rexburg and we didn't have any money at all was we would literally like go on drives and we would go drive through like really fun, rich neighborhoods and like I don't know. We just like love to look at houses and like just you like. I still do that. We still do that all the time. We love that. Just like, I don't know. You just like get to talk about your dreams and your goals and like you just like, I don't know. It's just fun. You just like let your mind wander kind of. And so we love doing that. And like any like, of course, the like kind of cliche things, but those are fun. Like going on like a, not a picnic, but kind of a picnic. <laughs> not a picnic, but like actually. Not, not a, a picnic, picnic, but going on a picnic. Have him pack his picnic basket. <laughs> One of our favorite things to do was drives. Like, yep. We, I like vividly remember when we were living at the studio apartment that we had and we would stop by the QT, like right on the corner next to our house yep. and we'd get a drink and then we'd listen to Post Malone and we'd drive out to the desert. <laughs> and it was like our favorite thing to do because it yep. was quality time. It was yep. one-on-one. We got like our favorite drinks and it was just really fun. Another thing that we used to do um, like at night, like this was when Payson was born. Like yeah. we were broke. Um, and we would sit outside and we'd just play cards and we call it our no phone zone. Yep. We weren't allowed to be on our phones and we'd just play cards and we'd sit there for like hours and just talk and like it wasn't going out, but it was like almost a date night to yep. us. And I like I love doing that. Like yeah. I thought that was really, really like quality time we got to spend together. Yeah. No, I so, love that. Love that. I know. Yeah, just just think of the simple things like yeah, in Rexburg, there was a park we really liked. And at nighttime, yeah. we'd like, we'd just go and take a blanket and like, just go chill. Like, just go talk. We'd like set a budget. Like, if you have $5 for a date night, go get McDonald's, go get ice cream cones, like whatever it is, and just spend time together. Because like, your date doesn't have to be super extravagant. And if there's something you're really wanting to do, save up for it. Totally. And like, make it that. really, really fun to look forward to. Yeah, I love that. 
How do I set boundaries with my mom? She wants to be super involved in my pregnancy, but we don't have the best relationship. This is the best place we've been in years and I don't want to ruin it, but I do need some space. And I felt like that was a really good question. That is a great First question. First of all, I think it's amazing that you're in a good place. Like that's really special to have this space now that you're pregnant to like spend time with her. One thing that I suggest is maybe allowing her to do something for you. Maybe put her in charge of your baby shower. Maybe put her in charge of hosting a brunch for you. That way she is super, super involved. She's in charge of an event, you know, and kind of give her that event and tell her that's what you're in charge of. Let her know that she can be super involved if she wants to be um, and give her something that you obviously trust her with. Like whether it be like big or even small, like, hey, I, I want you to be in charge of doing this for the baby or paint, helping me paint the baby's room, you know? Yep. Like I think that, especially if she's trying really hard to be involved and you guys are in a really good place and you don't want to ruin that. Yeah, but that's also something that like you don't have to be super like next to with. Like you can you can like let her kind of do something away from you. Like that's exactly. you get to plan an event and you don't have to be like at my house every day doing it. Like exactly. plan it and then we'll, we'll see you at it. Like exactly. type of thing. I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. That way. Or like be like, Hey mom, I, it's her I, mother-in-law, right? Or mom. Mom. Oh mom. Okay. Okay. I, I think it's really good that your mom's trying to be involved with you. Yeah. I think that's a really positive thing. And I think it's, a good thing like obviously if you're feeling overwhelmed by it then you can take a step back but what if you said like hey I'd love for you to put together a meal train for after I have the baby or hey why don't you come over and help me do frozen meals like involving her in the things that don't necessarily matter exactly like like if that's not helping you pick out a baby name that's not helping you pick out her going home outfit or yes or coming to the hospital you know or like asking her to house sit while you're in the hospital like give her some sort of other job to keep her preoccupied but also make her feel involved because she it does seem like she's putting in some effort yeah which is you don't want to completely deny it but you also need to set your emotional boundaries yes completely and so if that's what they are then that's good yeah love so it. no I love that one I got some similar to that too um this one's this one's kind of kind of interesting and I actually like really relate to it I feel like it says how do you fall in love with motherhood I feel like I'm drowning 99% of the time even with a helpful supportive husband I feel annoyed at my kids a lot and I wish I didn't Oh, and I, I love that. I feel, I feel like that. I know I feel that a lot. Like I, I love that. How to fall in love with motherhood. I, I think that like I'm kind of trying to do that. So, so I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll give you an update on my advice. No, I don't know. I think for me, something that has been really helpful and special has been to set time aside with each of my kids. Like Navy's at home. I mean, you might not have that option, but this is just for me because Navy's old enough. Like she goes to school Monday through Friday. So I get my time with Rossi like every single day, every morning, like, and before Navy's home, we get to spend time together, which is really fun. But like, I'll go take her to Target and people are like, oh my gosh, your baby's so cute. Like, it looks like it's like my first kid again. And I guess I kind of like relive that, which is really fun with Rossi. But then I also like on the weekends or when Navy's home, like we'll go do something us together. Totally. And like, and then I involve them together. Like, I think just like romanticizing things that you do that aren't big deals helps a lot. One thing that I've kind of done, and I try to do this like at least like two or three times a week, yeah. like like last night, I was drowning. Like I was literally drowning. DJ's not here. Yep. It's hard. Bedtime suck. And all I wanted to do was get home, make dinner, put my kids to bed. And I, I started dinner and then Payson kept coming in. Mom, are you coming to play outside with us? Mom, are you coming to play outside with us? And I was 
getting so frustrated because I'm like, no, I'm cooking dinner. I can't do everything. Like if dad was here, he'd be playing outside with the and kids. And like I could make dinner. And I could make dinner in peace. So finally I like got dinner off the stove and it was still really hot. And finally I was like, whatever, I'm just going to go sit outside with the kids. And I literally sat on the grass as they ran around me. I left my phone inside yep. and I was like, we just did that for 15 minutes. Like it was such a short period yep. of time. And then I was like, okay, dinner's ready. And both of them ran inside. No struggle, no crying. They both came and sat at the table and we ate dinner. And like, sometimes I forget how little time the kids need you to be present. It's so like, true. Like it took 15 minutes of me. I didn't do anything. I yep. sat on the ground. They pushed each other in the swings. Yep. Like I did not do anything. They just want you there. They want me there. Yeah. And I think we're so caught up sometimes in the hustle and bustle of motherhood and yep. having to do all these things and having to make sure all these things are done, making sure the house is clean, make sure we're trying to help make an income, make sure yep. that everything's picked up and the kids are fed and dressed and bathed and everything's done. But like in reality, what our kids actually need is quality time. And, and they that's need, literally, that's all they care that's about. That's all they care about. And I think, I think that our kids can sense when we're stressed. They can sense yeah. when we're... Yeah, and when we're, we're annoyed, like you've had hard days and sometimes it's easy to get into a rut of feeling annoyed for like a long period of time. Absolutely. Like, but you just have to remember like, which it's funny, like old people always say this, but like they're only young for so long. Totally. And like soak it in, soak in the annoyance. It's okay. Like, and I feel like I would never be on her level and I love her so much, but like Amber Fillerup, she is like so intentional with everything she does. And she like... I agree like romanticizes like all the things she does when it's little things like, like she's she was, coloring with her kids but she buys like a little bit of fancy colors or like yes. she just like makes it like she gets special. them strawberry lemonade or like I don't know just like these little things that make it like just special enough that like it almost is like everything's a core memory well and like, if you think about like I don't know I was watching her stories the other day she was like making a cake for her daughter's birthday yes and like she was like like she could have easily, I mean, she could afford a $200 cake. Easily. But she wanted to make it with her kids. And yeah. she's like, this is crappy. It's not good. It sucks. But like, I got to make it with my kids. And like, yeah. that's what they're going to remember. And exactly. I'm like, sometimes we forget about that because we want everything to be perfect. Perfect. But our kids don't care our about kids perfect. kids don't care. Our kids about care about being there. Yep. And so that's one way I think that you can definitely romanticize your motherhood is just try to just be intentional and just be there. And yep. I, whenever I get one-on-one -on -one time with my kids, I always feel better. I always feel more energized. I always feel better about myself. Like I do too. You know, you just need those minutes. Yes. Jamie, this is going to be your favorite one. Okay. So I'm excited. Husband never received confirmation about the church, but goes because everything, quote, from it is good. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I think, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no go. go ahead. No, 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 go you have a thought. I want to hear your thought. I think she's looking for more. I think she wants her husband to have this huge revelatory moment where he says that he's never going to leave the church. And I just don't think he wants to give that to her. I think he's not saying what she wants to hear, wants to hear which is really good. That's healthy. Yeah, that's healthy. To me, that's healthy. He's not conjoining to whatever you want to hear. And he's not just. Because those are his true feelings. Those are his feelings. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that it's really kind of easy because when you really start to deep dive and think about things, it's a lot easier to just do what's comfortable and because it does feel good. There's a lot in the church that's good. Yeah. But also like if that's his only reason to go to church, that's enough. That's and you need to be say. okay with that. That he doesn't need a confirmation. If he's going because it feels good, then that's good. let him take what feels good. And take that into his life and let him leave what doesn't feel good. And totally not like, agree. I just, I think that we are trying so hard to make like, we talk about all the time. It's not black and white. 
And you need to be okay with it also not being black and white. Yeah. Like, it's okay that he's just taking what's good. I've never had this huge, giant, revelatory moment in the church that no. has made me be yeah. like, I believe everything. Like, yeah. I think we all go, go through stages in our lives of things that good. Yeah, and things that resonate and things that don't. And I think that that's perfectly healthy. I do too. I think you're looking for something that's not there. And when I think the social and cultural pressures yes. are telling you that you need to believe everything 100%. Which, I mean, in my opinion, this isn't, this is all, all just my opinion, which take it or leave it. But my opinion is you don't, you don't need to do that. Yeah. It's okay to take what, what you believe and leave what you don't. And if you feel good, like if he feels good about being there, like, could you ask for more? Yeah. Like he feels good and he goes and like. My kids don't know why they're going to church, but they feel good when they're there. Exactly. And that's what's important. Yep. Like, yeah. And, and like even speaking of Amber again, she posted the other day of, of like, she's like taking my kids to church and she told them before she went to church, like, take what you believe, take whatever like feels good to you and believe it and question whatever doesn't feel good. Yeah. And I'm like, I literally love that. Like, yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to do. It's good to have questions. It's good to have thoughts and like, you're, you're a human with a brain. We don't all, Have not everything makes sense to all of us. Totally. And so that's okay. Totally. So, no, I, I love that one. That was a good one. Thank you. Jamie, let's Kay. hear your last one and then I'll do one more too. Okay, this one's kind of long, but I really liked it because she was really excited. She said this episode could not have come at a more perfect time. Um, okay. Husband and I are pregnant with our first baby. It's the first grandkids on first grandkid on both sides. My husband has a twin brother. We told him and his wife that we were pregnant and all he said was, wow, was it planned? Birth is expensive. We assumed his lack of excitement was just being, he had only been married for a month and really did not want kids. Husband and I at the time had been married for a year and we were ready to be pregnant. Since then, my brother and my brother-in-law and his wife have completely ignored us. We spent Christmas with them birthdays and live two minutes apart and they've never once asked about our pregnancy or our baby his wife has only said negative things about me being pregnant they ignore us don't talk to me or him we've had a very difficult pregnancy and have gotten not good news we have to deliver early and i am 32 weeks along in deciding who i want in the hospital as visitors after our baby is born we have siblings on other sides who are very excited to come and see our baby boy and their first to see our baby boy and their first nephew however i feel really uncomfortable letting my husband's twin and his wife be there i do want them to be able to meet our baby, but when we are home, I want the environment, the hospital to be pure excitement and love for our baby boy and respect for me because I carried him for nine months. I want the hospital visits to be full of people who love and care about us. I've considered only letting my parents and husband's parents come to avoid the conflict, but also feel really bad rest restricting our other siblings who are really excited. Thoughts? Okay, my thoughts on that. I think we're always like so scared of hurting other people's feelings mm -hmm. that like we want to be a people pleaser but in the moment of giving birth I don't think you should be a people pleaser no I agree I think that you just need to like be okay with not inviting them because this is your day and your baby's day and not theirs and if they're not supporting you like you don't want negative feelings in the room yeah no I completely agree also like you don't even know how you're gonna feel like after giving birth like if you can't deal with them very much pre-birth you don't want to deal with them post-birth. No, know what I mean? yeah, exactly. When you're like totally exposed, you're like trying to celebrate this. Like it's a big deal. Yeah. And if they're not, if they're already not happy for you, like they're not going to be any I would, happier. I would let them down easy and just say like, I mean, did, did you say that she straight up asked if they could be there? No, they, she'd, the girls, the it's, so it's the um, husband's twin. 
So, I, well, first and of all, his wife. That would be a husband issue. I, that's exactly. She said, "Should I have my husband like?" Yes, I would talk have my them. husband tell them, "Hey, we don't want that many people at the hospital." I mean, I know you're gonna have other people there, but maybe just say that, and then just well, say, yeah. I would almost just be dead honest. Just be like, "Hey, like, me and my wife have discussed it, and like, we like don't want either." I wouldn't even say it. I would just not invite them. Yeah. Like that's what I would do. I, I agree. But if they straight up, that's what I was going to say is like, if they didn't ask, I feel like you could get away with just like maybe not saying anything, but yeah. they straight up asked. And I would just say, sorry, like we want to just have time by ourselves. Like you can come over when we get home. Yeah. We'll let you know when we're home. We'll let you know we're home. Like, and then if you have other visitors, like cross that bridge when you get there, like yep. say, well, I just feel like you guys haven't been that excited about it and this is our the most exciting moment of our lives and we just didn't feel yeah. the need to have you there we want people that will support us exactly yeah i will say that was like kind of nice about covid like i feel like a lot of moms have said like yeah it's kind of nice because we didn't have to like let people down by like not letting them in mm -hmm. the hospital like you just weren't allowed to yeah like i would have loved if people were at pierce's but also i gave birth at 4 a.m so yep. like, i don't even know who would have been there anyways i'm rude well, you would have been, of course, I would have but been you were there. in Payson. So I don't like, yeah. I don't feel like I missed that experience with yes, you because yes. I did have Payson's and I went to Navy's, which like, yep. thank heavens I went to Navy's. Yes. Like that was, that was lucky. Yep. But again, I gave birth in a very traumatic way. And like to think about people being there that I didn't want to be there. Like luckily we did live in Idaho. So like it was you and mom and that was it. Yep. But like, I wouldn't have wanted a lot of people there yeah. for that birth. Like Pierce's, yep. everyone would have been there and I would have been fine. But yes. like, Payson's, I was emotionally, physically drained. Like it was hard even like having two people there, Completely, you know, and yep. the people that were there were, you can do it. You've got this, like you're the best, like you're, you push through, like being the most supportive people in my entire life. Like those are the people you want by your side. Completely. You want the people that are happy and supportive and don't let somebody take that away from you because you're trying to be a people pleaser. Yeah. Cause that's never, no, no, it's, it's a very exciting day of your life and one that you'll literally never forget and if there's negative feelings you're also never going to forget those so oh that's a good point just just don't let it happen I don't remember a lot of my negative feelings from my first birth. yeah I didn't have any but like no I for sure had some but the uh, the good outweighed the bad <laughs> well yeah but not towards people not towards people there. no I mean just towards like Payson yeah <laughs> my little stubborn little <laughs> devil um well there was our advice yeah take it or leave it take it or leave it I mean I would take it I would definitely take I'd it. I'd definitely take our <laughs> advice. Um, but expect these yeah, every monthly. month. We're going to have just one bonus episode thrown in. It'll start to be a little bit more consistent when we get the schedule down. This one was kind of random, but yeah. we're very excited about it. I've been wanting to do this for a long time, yeah. so I'm yeah. really excited. No, I think we. I think it will be around the same time. We said like the last Thursday of every, every month. month. Yeah. So expect it. Get excited for it. You Make get an sure extra you, little tidbit of us. We'll have a question box up every every time to just yep. event session and also it doesn't have to be advice if you just want to vent about something like we're yeah. your girls we're your girls and we'll be like yeah yeah like, that sucks that sucks and but also you're a queen also so. always queens and then don't forget our live show in utah is in a week we're so excited about less it. Than week, less than a week, Mackenzie. oh my gosh i'm stressed but no so excited um we only have i think five or ten tickets left i think yeah. that's where we're at so if you want to come try to get your tickets asap code codependent will save you five dollars um come meet us come hang out have a girls night out yes we're excited yeah and we'll see you guys next week on the codependent podcast seeking the truth never gets old 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.